Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Breakfast. And nature-made vitamins. Whatever your morning sounds like, nature-made fits right in. Whether you're looking for vitamin C, or a multivitamin to get key nutrients. We've got you covered. Now that's a good morning. We take care of you so you can take on your day. Start your day with NatureMade, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. BTO is back. Bachman Turner Overdrive featuring Randy Bachman. Back in Overdrive Tour. Friday, March 8th, NYCB Theater at Westbury. BTO Live. With special guest. Tickets on sale now, LiveNation.com. The return of BTO in concert. Part of the Catholic Health Concert Series. <coughs> Can't sleep with this cold. Honey. <coughs> Honey? Honey. You need NyQuil Severe Honey. NyQuil Severe Honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a dreamy honey taste. Feeling better, honey? Honey? I'll take that as a yes. Try NyQuil Severe Honey for powerful cold and flu symptom relief. NyQuil Severe with honey flavor. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, honey-licious, best sleep with a cold medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Tax Talk with Straight Talk. You give and you give. This tax season you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a new Samsung Galaxy A15 for just $99. So you can give your janky phone to your kid. Good talk. Switch to Straight Talk for plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at Walmart and StraightTalk.com. For network management practices, visit StraightTalk.com. Device offer ends 41424. In-store activation on single silver unlimited plan or higher required. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. Save at the New Year Savings event at Hawthorne Chevrolet Commercial Truck Center. Choose from the largest selection of commercial trucks in North Jersey. Dry freight, rack, dump trucks, pickups, and more. Visit HawthorneCommercialTruckCenter.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free.
That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. WFAN Sports Flash. Sponsored by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Good evening at 1103. I'm Pat Boyle, and the support is also brought to you by ServPro. Clean up restoration and construction. Visit servepro.com. At the Barkley Center, it was too much Jason Tatum tonight for the Nets to handle. Minute 53 to go. Fourth quarter. Tatum drives around Thomas, cuts past, claxed it, and lays it up and in. Tatum with 41. Celtics 116. Nets 108. Chris Carino, the call right here on the fan. Tatum finished with those 41 points to go with 14 rebounds. The Nets made it close, but lose to the Celtics 118-110. After the game, head coach Jacques Vaughn on what hurt the Nets tonight. The rebounding piece, the fouling piece, uh, that's staring us in the face. Uh, the momentum of the game, of them shooting free throws and uh, being in the bonus too early. Uh, so we got to be able to contain them and keep the ball in front of us uh, and rebound the basketball. It's now four losses in the last five games for Brooklyn. They're 21-32, and 32, a game and a half behind the Hawks for the 10th seed in the East, which is the last spot that gets into the play-in tournament. One of the bright spots in the loss tonight for the Nets, Cam Thomas, who had 26 points. Brooklyn will do battle again with the Celtics tomorrow night, this time in Boston. Cam Thomas after the game on what needs to be better in the rematch. Starting out quicker, starting better. We started slow today. Keep them off the free throw line, you know. That's it, really. Just try to keep them off the free throw line as best as we can. But, you know, it's tough. But that's it, really. On the ice, the Islanders pick up a point but lose at home in a shootout to the Kraken. 2-1 the final. Kyle Palmieri, the lone go for the Isles. That's back-to-back home losses now. Meanwhile, no problem for the Devils on a back-to-back in Nashville. They exploded for three goals in the final period. They beat the Predators 4-2. Nico Heeshear with a pair of goals in the win. And that's what's happening I'm Pat Boyle. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught another Hail Mary on the final play of the half! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Wakanda! Welcome. The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot. I mean, let me get around to three. I got to split this three ways. I mean, the first shot, double shot, the captain, New Jersey Devils, Nico Heischer. You just heard PB say he had a pair of goals. He had the game tying goal, and then he had the empty netter to ice it. But also, Timo Meyer, good to see you. Timo Meyer with his 10th goal on the season. He technically scored the game winner. But I cannot leave out Nico Dawes. Nico Dawes in the goal. 30 saves on 32 shots, holding it down. Like Jack Hughes said last night, it's easy to win when you get the saves. Casamigos' big shot of the night goes Around to three different New Jersey Devils, as the New Jersey Devils are the only local team to get a win. The Nets lose, the Islanders lose. And I like to, you know, 
buy drinks for the winners. I like to roll with the winners. 877-337-6666. Okay, so we opened up talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I mixed in some stuff about Jorge Soler. Um, David Stearns, I think I said a little bit last night about how David Stearns is coming out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right? And I'm not trying to make excuses for the guy, but just hear me out. I didn't I didn't get to fully hear uh, BT and Sal this morning, snow day. So I, I had my son. He doesn't go to school yet, but, like, um, you know, I, I took care of my son all day. Um, I couldn't really listen to BT and Sal as much as I, I wanted to and as much as I usually do. But I know BT and Sal had some takes on the Mets and, and Stearns. But last night what I wanted to get to is, David Stearns is learning. He's learning on the job. This is New York City. This is not Wisconsin. And the fans and the media are times 100. Literally 100. What you say will be picked up by 100 outlets. Not 10 in Wisconsin. Uh, What you say will be used on podcasts and live streams and YouTube channels and Rico Bronya and WFAN, and there will be eight different articles written about what you say every time you say something. So I feel like David Stearns is learning. I feel like he's in the middle right now of the spectrum. If the far left side is Milwaukee, Wisconsin, talking to Brewers fans who I've been out there. If you've you've never been out there, you should go. They don't care. I mean, the Brewers have been decent, but all they care about is beers and cheese curds and and throwing bags in the parking lot for their tailgate and getting bobbleheads. They got a nice little ballpark out there in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin. They are not tripping off of, um, you know, who they signed for their bullpen or anything like that. Like the smoke that David Stearns gets here, he's already gotten way more smoke than his whole time in Milwaukee. So I think if you look at the left Side of that spectrum being, you know, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, talking to the media and the fans for the Brew Crew. And then all the way to the right is New York City, the New York Metropolitans, the Make It Happen Mets. In 2024, under Steve Cohen, with these fans expecting a team that's going to compete because they're in a window. That that window has been shattered. Forget about that five-year window, but... Two years ago, they won 101 games, so they're expecting to compete. I feel like David Stearns is in the middle right now. He wants to still speak like he's in Wisconsin, but he knows he can't. And he's learning how to speak to the New York fans, and he hasn't figured it out yet. 877-337-6666. Maybe by the end of this year, or 2025, or 2026, when that's when I think the Mets are going to be a contender, and I think by 2027, they could have a young team, a young core, and still have some guys that are up there in age, Lindor, um, maybe Pete Alonso if he's extended. But I think that's when you see the three years of Steve Cohen get flipped in three years by David Stearns, where I do think this guy is a smart guy, knows what he's doing. You know, in three years, you're not going to have Harrison Bader and Luis Severino on the team. You might not even have Carlos Mendoza as your manager. And David Stearns might be your favorite guy speaking for the Mets in three years if he's able to build you a contender and then you're not a laughing stock, you're not an LOL Mets team, you're a team that's in the postseason year after year after year. And you're a team that 
free agents want to play for, and you have money bags over here that can afford anybody and can add them to the team. Like, there's a future that looks like that for the Mets and their fans, and David Stearns is the engineer. David Stearns is the architect. You might not love him and what he has to say right now, but spring training is just starting. Let's see what this team turns into. Let's see what his low-risk moves turn into. One's on the clock. A lot of wishing going on for the Mets fans. You wish, you hope that Joey Wendell and Luis Severino, Harrison Bader and Sean Manaya and Adrian Hauser, these guys pan out. You know, your young guys, you hope that they pan out this year. And if they don't, you know, success, success can be measured in a bunch of different ways. So we'll get to that Mets conversation. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Let's see what you guys are talking about. Obviously, we talked about the Brooklyn Nets. As far as the Yankees are concerned, I haven't started talking players or spring training. Uh, really, today, what grinded my gears was just the fact that they announced the new teams, and we'll go through them, that are going to have a City Connect uniform. And now when you look at 30 teams in Major League Baseball, after this season, there's only going to be two teams, the Yankees and the Oakland A's. Couldn't be more polar opposite franchises. Right? Maybe the Oakland A's don't want to come out with a new City Connect jersey that says Oakland on it or Las Vegas on it because they're in between the two. But the Yankees, to me, I, I feel like there's no excuse. Miss me with the 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 branding. Miss me with the old-timey history tradition. Like, please, please. 877-337-6666. Gary's in Nagatuck, Connecticut on the fan. What's up, Keith? What's up, Gary? Welcome back. My man, Pots and Pants. Hey, I'll be a Huckleberry. <laughs> How you doing, bro? I'm How's good. Mr. Jackson? He's great. He's 10 months today. He's the cutest kid I've ever seen. And now he's turning into like a little boy. I can wrestle with him. Uh, I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can play catch with him. He doesn't you know, have much of an arm, and he can't actually catch. But, like... <laughs> It's starting to get to the point now where, like, my baby isn't a screaming, crying baby. Uh, he's like a little dude. He's a little tyke. I can hang out with him now. We had the first real, like, snow day today, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great experience, uh, you know, having a kid. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, I'm sure he'll have a great arm with a guy like you, you know? Yeah, we're going to work on him for sure. I think he might be left-handed <laughs> like his mom. Early indications he might be a lefty. I'm, I'm hoping so. Fingers crossed. There you go. Be a lefty reliever for the New York Yankees. I would love it, man. I would love it. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of Yankees, I was thinking, you know, what do you think about this batting lineup with how often they get hurt? Should we be going after another bat like J.D. Martinez? No, they won't they won't pay JD Martinez to be a DH because they have John Carlos Stanton as a DH and they also will use that DH spot to give guys like Judge a rest and then even when Dominguez comes back they're going to put Juan Soto at DH. So no, they're not going to add a JD Martinez, but what you started the question off with about how much they get hurt, they need to have reinforcements for Rizzo, for Stanton for DJ, for everybody. Judge missed two months. Like you got to have backup plans, and and I think they they kind of do right now. But there's absolutely oh. too much hope, 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 hope. Week. There's too much hope that guys stay healthy right now. Oh, maybe Alonzo then. 
Pete Alonso trade? Are you suggesting the Yankees trade with the Mets for Pete Alonso? Yeah, man. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> I bet you there's a, there's a couple hundred people listening right now. Like, actually, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, well. And how about Snell? Are they going to go after him? They already offered him, so they definitely had interest. They're, they're definitely having talks. And I think it's going to come down to this. Snell is going to get paid. He's the reigning Cy Young winner. He's got two of them things. He's going to get paid. The Yankees would have to come up on their offer, which was rumored to be six years, 150. Uh, at six years, 150 million, they're going to have to come up. There was another report in the last couple of weeks that they were willing to pay him more than Carlos Rodon's 162 million. Um, I think it's going to come down to Aaron Judge, who's friends with Blake Snell. I think Blake Snell has a nice place in Tampa. We get through this first week, two weeks of spring training, and that guy has the itch. And Aaron Judge is saying, hey, man, come on down. Come on down. The Yankees up their well, offer. It could happen. But I, I honestly, you know, if I'm on the record right now, which I am, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't expect to see Blake Snell as a Yankee. I would love that, though. Well, I will tell you what. If they got an arm and a bat, they're guaranteed for playoffs. If they don't do that, then there ain't no know. guarantees, you know. Yeah, nothing is guaranteed. They need to bounce back. This was supposed to be an all-in year. We got Verdugo on a one-year contract. We got Soto on a one-year contract. Stroman on a two-year contract. And uh, we're banking on uh, you know, the guys that we have to be healthy and uh, some guys to bounce back from last year being hurt and some young guys to step up as well. All right, man. Well, it was nice talking to you, Keith. Appreciate you. Have you, a good Gary. time. Have a good snow day with your boy. Well, the snow day is over now. Thanks, Gary. I already did. You know, the snow now, like, that snow was weak. I mean, it didn't affect me none. I drove home last night. I woke up this morning. It was snowing. My wife stayed home. By the time I got in the car tonight, there was no issues. Drove right in. I think that's cool, though. Uh, you know, a lot of times it snows, and it's it'll snow like that on a Saturday. It's like, what good does that do? You know, I, I don't know if, if kids got snow days in, like, elementary school. Like, maybe they did. But I know they closed down some things. I was actually supposed to go to a Champions League watch party today that uh, got canceled because of the snow. So I think some people did, you know, take precautions. But, um, yeah, either way, snow day is done. Had a good time with my boy today. But back to the Yankees, man. I said I would love it if they signed Snell just because I think that's a move to say we are all in and we do know we need another frontline starter. It can't just be Garrett Cole. We are acknowledging that, like, we're banking on Carlos Rodon, Marcus Stroman, Nestor Cortez, and Clark Schmidt, and I don't see any of those guys being a number two ace as far as, like, this team is supposed to get back to October and not get bounced in the first round, not get bounced. In. This, is, this is a team that we expect to be in the ALCS. We expect them to really be in the World Series if, if we're keeping it 100. And how do you get there? You need to have two frontline starters, a Garrett Cole and insert whoever else it is. Blake Snell has pitched in the World Series. He's got the experience. He's a Cy Young winner. It is what it is. Uh, I had a caller that I would wish I wish would call back because the topic was don't need Blake Snell, need Jordan Montgomery, and I'd love to have that conversation. But let's go to Ross and Bergen County next up on the fan and talk about what Ross wants to talk about. What's going on, Keith? How's it been? 
Good. Uh, that Devils win got me fired up. They need all the wins they can get. They got a win at a pretty good clip here. Um, if you saw yeah, Frank saw the Tang's video from the uh, Devils game two nights ago, as I say that 36 seconds ago, Frank just posted his Devils reaction video wearing a Miami really? Dolphins shirt. But, yeah, I, I caught the whole Calgary <laughs> Flames. And, uh, um, yeah, after the show last night, after you tipped me off to that, I I, I was like – I. I had secondhand embarrassment for Frank the Tank. How cringy was that? He thought he was rolling up on the Rangers. He was rolling up on the Calgary you know, Flames. Well, I don't know if I brought it up last night, but to add insult to injury, one of those was uh, Yegor Sharangovich, who was not only, you know, he's a flame now, but not only was he in that series last year, but he was in it as a devil and won that seven-game series. <laughs> so he was getting heckled for a series he won. Yeah, come on, but, bro. Uh, you gotta, I, I, know I know it's hockey. Uh, I know it's puck, but you got to, like, if you can name all the World Series winners and losers, the teams and how many games they won, you gotta you gotta recognize at least one of those guys. Hey man, all I know is the uh, the, the walk in with Frank and Mike video drops tomorrow, so you know we're all big when uh, that when that yeah, drops. Yeah, but, I saw the little trailer for it. Yeah, I saw when they had the sped up video. It looked like he, Frank couldn't get a word in as every set, second. You saw Mike moving his hands. You know, that's telling all the stories. <laughs> what, well, so, what would you expect? You expect even. Frank to out talk Mike Francis? <laughs> <laughs> the king meets the Pope. Uh, you can't make it up, man. But uh, touching on a couple topics here, uh, real quick, I think I called, I did call it before the Knicks uh, debacle. And I'll just say this. I think, uh, you know, uh, one thing that's uh, stirred for debate, you know, amongst all sports is kind of like what sport has the worst officiating. I personally think by far it's hands down uh, umpires just because of how slow the, the sport is, how slow paced it is. The fact that, you know, we see so much, you know, let alone, you know, any error in it. We see every night after night, we got, you know, household names like Angel Hernandez, you know, Joe West, before he called it quits, you know, get countless times every time they get a game, they get something wrong. But you see, you know, in terms of basketball, it's how subjective all these foul calls are. It seems like nothing's called a travel anymore. You get a guy, you know, driving to the rim from the, from the, from the arc, and then, you know, he doesn't take a single dribble, and they don't call a travel on it. It's how subjective things are. But you look at, you know, last night, I think you brought it up, just situationally calling it in that spot, whether or not it is a foul. You know, you're, you're essentially dictating the result of the game. You know, the guy's getting three shots in the line. Nine times out of ten, he's going to hit at least one. He hit two. They win the game. But also, uh, you know, it's – and I heard uh, – I forget, I think it was Alan Hahn on the post-game show brought up, you know, the – oh, no, it was Sibs and the press brought up, you know, how how inconsistent they were calling the game, too. You know, they were kind of – I guess, they, you know, they were calling it from a lenient standpoint, and then, you know, at the last second now, you're changing, changing your philosophy and, you know, calling every little nitty-gritty thing you could find, which eventually, like you brought up, too, was legit – you know, re- resulted, they, they dictated the end of that game, you know, period, stop. And, you know, what for something as small as a shot that, you know, essentially Holiday hopping it up, you know, he didn't think he was going to make it. Nobody in that building expected him to make it. And to call a, a three-ball foul. You don't I make that call. Ridiculous. There's just no reason to you make don't. that call. Just, and, and, and that guy made like a mistake. Ed Malloy acknowledged it. Jason uh, spelled like Jacqueline without the L. Jason yeah. Goebel. Like, bro, this guy. And not only that, the uh, I, I'm I'm blanking on the other guy's name. The, the, Ed Malloy. The, the other, yeah. The fact that he, I guess they do like the two minute, uh, whatever they're called, that where they'll like acknowledge before a bad the call before right away. the two minute they go talk to yeah. a reporter, and it was like, Fred Katz from the it was Athletic. Like a half hour after the game ended, you even see Josh Hart tweeting. He's like, "No way, bro, he's tweeting." So, like, it's the fact that you could say on the spot right there that you got it wrong, but you couldn't have spent like the extra two seconds in the, in arena. 
the call right there on the spot. So now we got to do this whole protest in the game whenever I, you know, I saw the last time it happened where they did resume. It was, I think it was, oh, they are the end all be all in the moment right. they, they, they have to stick with their guns and their call. And, they, it's and that just, that's a, just protocol for them to go there and, and then admit fault. But what's done is done. It's not like they could say, oh, yeah, you know, come back on the floor. Let's actually they don't play. play him again. They don't. It's not like this happened again. And that's Toronto why we have the protest. That's why I brought right. that up in my open that, okay, it's it's on, right? Woj put out there that the Knicks are going to protest. And if they win the protest, they will find some way to uh, play this overtime period. And that could be reversed and turned enough. into a win for the Knicks. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Maybe if, uh, you know, I don't know what the protocol is with that. I saw before the post last time it happened was 08. was a Miami game where it was Shaq, something to do with Shaq's, uh, had like five, they thought he had six fouls, but he, he uh, in reality had five. But so right. they, so they, they wound up replaying it. And then when they eventually got to replaying the game, Shaq had gotten traded to Phoenix. So the, the reason why the game was protested and replayed the player that caused it wasn't even with the team that was involved in it when they eventually replayed Way it. Way different circumstances, and I think they yeah. literally only played seconds. I think it was something like 53 seconds. And it wound up going to OT, yeah. But yeah. this one, I mean, this one would have went, went to OT too, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting how they replay this. I, I think they're just going to call it quits. I, I think yeah, that they, they got hosed last night. Adam Silver is going to step in and say, come on, guys. You guys are making the playoffs. Uh, who who cares about the one game against Houston Rockets? But I, I I guarantee you that one game looms larger as we get closer to the playoff seating and standings and figuring things out. Thanks for the call, Ross. 877-337-6666. We got to break it down. We're talking about the Yankees, of course. We're talking about the Mets, of course. We're talking about the Knicks. The nonsense from last night has been 24 hours. We can move on and let it go. Um, I've got plenty to add, and we've got plenty more to do. Let's hit this break, and we'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ballgame's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. No, turn me up. Hey, I think we got one. Here we go. Tell me what do you see when you're looking at me. I don't know where I was when this used to ring off, but this was a banger. I forget what year, what time. 
of my life they were playing this. Keith McPherson on the thing. KM to 2 AM. Uh, I wanted to add something that I just saw online to the mix as we're still talking uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, Maino, the unstoppable Maino. <laughs> Brooklyn. Hi, hater. Um, man, I just saw this posted about Patrick Mahomes. I guess this came from Barstool Big Cat. Let me double check the source so I can uh, quote it here. And I hope this is true. When you, you pull stuff from the internet, sometimes it's capped, sometimes it's false, sometimes you got to check your sources. But I think there was enough people to confirm this one. I think it was Dove Climbing. This Dove Climbing cat, too, is suspect. It's like no one knows who he actually is and what he does. He's just NFL Dove Climbing, and he's got almost 300,000 followers. But he put out a post an hour ago, and he gave credit to Barstool Big Cat. And it, it says this. Since 2001, there have been 125 drives in the NFL postseason where it was at least the fourth quarter, there was under a minute left to play, and the team on offense trailed by seven points or fewer at the start. These are your standard clutch moments for a football team, the do-or-die drives that win and lose critical games. Out of those 125 drives, only 40% of them saw the team on offense pull off the magic trick and get the points they needed. Some quarterbacks are pretty good at it, such as Tom Brady, who went 5 for 11. That's 46%. Or Drew Brees, who went 3 for 6. That's 50%. Only Patrick Mahomes, though, is 7 for 7. That's 100%. Perfect in those dire situations. He don't miss. He don't miss. He's not set up to miss. He's modern-day MJ. He's Jordan. Dwight is down in Asbury Park. What's up, Dwight? You're on the fan. Oh, yeah. He was talking about Mahomes. Listen, everybody was talking about them um, pulling, pull, talking about them pulling off a possible three-peak. If, if they had not lost in Tampa Bay, they would have done it already. And if they'd have won, if they'd have, um, and last, after last night, they could have been their first team to win four in a row. Um, well, there was a break between with the Bengals-Rams Super Bowl where the Rams were champs. You remember that? Oh, yeah, okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. But I believe that was 2020, 2021. Yeah. They could have, they could be talking about, uh, they could have, they would have been talk, talking about, um, Kansas City winning five in a row. That could have been your that, that could have been your Cowboys in the nineties with eight million. Well, we um, don't have Jimmy. to do that. We don't have to go. Yeah, you know, I remember. Um and now they're talking dynasties. I was watching Total Access on NFL Network today and they were comparing the Cowboys dynasty and their run and they're like, if it wasn't for what happened in ninety four and yeah, I, I think Mahomes and Reed I mean, I, I can't bet against them next year. Who's to say that they can't make their team better? And get right back there next year, and actually pull off the three peat. And if they do that, no one's done that. So oh, that would be crazy. Now, that, he he would definitely overtake Brady if they could, if they're able to do that. Yeah, then the conversation is really over. Uh, I mean, the seven rings is cool. Uh, Tom Brady, Ariana Grande. I don't expect Mahomes to get to seven, but I'm also not going to count him out. And it's different. 
like if you if you win three in a row, like you're up there with you're there's nobody else in, in all sports. You you win three in a row, a three peat is, is ridiculous. All right, thanks for taking my call, man. No problem. Still talking Super Bowl. Let's go to Z. Not far from Asbury Park, Z is in Neptune. What's up, Z? What's up? What's up, my man? How you doing? Z from Neptune. I own the Carvel. I invited you for some ice cream. I know. It has been cold. I haven't even thought about getting ice cream when I've come home. Uh, I will definitely check you out when we get to these spring and summer months. I've been in that spot before. I used to live... Down 33 off Old Corley's. I used to stay up the hill with my mom. That's great. No, I I, I hear you. You're from that area, so yeah. I will. You. It'll when you least expect it. Uh, maybe I'll I'll have to time it up with you so so I could be there and you be there at the same time. But who knows? If I'm driving by, I might just pop in for uh. I like vanilla with like a waffle cone and rainbow sprinkles. You got it. I, I got you, and I'll I'll take care of Jackson also. <laughs> Yeah, he'll have anything. He eats he oh, yeah. eats uh lint off the floor, so he'll love some ice cream. I hear you. Uh so yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Um a couple of points. Uh you know, the 6 seconds to go in the fourth quarter, um you know, they decided to kick the field goal there. Uh it worked out for the Chiefs, but um I I personally, you know, I think with one timeout, 6 seconds they had a shot there being close to the goal line to try to do a quick, you know, run, quick pass, you know, do one more play before they decide to take the three to tie it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I've been, you know, I've, yesterday I did this show and I've been saying hindsight is twenty twenty, and we're going to go over all of these could be, would be, should be things forever when you go back to, you know, this Super Bowl. This is going to be a classic and they're going to say, well, what if, but all in all, I, I feel like Patrick Mahomes is inevitable. The Chiefs are going to win that game. They were not the better team, and they found a way to win. The Niners had to steal or had to take that game, and they didn't take that game. The 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 Chiefs stole it. That's right. They the Niners had a chance to win that game a few times. The the, the fumble on the punt, um, you know, not not scoring any points in the second half. Mahomes threw a pick. Mahomes wasn't just you know Mahomes wasn't just dominating them. And uh, oh. you know when that when that when that punt got muffed, they gave them the ball right there. It's like, you know, without without that miss extra point, without that muff punt, it's like special teams, man. Special teams a big part of the game. I know we like to like omit that. We want to we want to do the matchup and talk about the the quarterbacks and the DBs and the wide receivers and the linebackers and running backs, offense versus defense in big games. You saw it throughout the entire playoffs, kicking game. As far as having a kicker that can kick it through the uprights and also knowing when to go for it versus kick it, like you were mentioning, sometimes that three is not the the way to go. Sometimes it's got to be four down territory. They're still talking about Dan Campbell right now, whether you know he was right or wrong, uh, going for it or not going for it, man. But special teams can win and lose you a, a game, and uh, a lot of times we don't think about that when we're looking at spreads and odds and factoring and who's going to lose or win. It's it's almost like a random thing when special teams cost you the game. Yeah, no, special team is a big part of the game. So the other uh, thing I had a uh, question uh, was, what is the actual rule in overtime? Do they play that 10 minutes, use their timeouts, like it's that is one overtime? And if, if it were tied, if the Chiefs would have kicked the field goal instead of getting the touchdown, 
would that have then sent it to a second overtime with another coin flip? No, it just would have rolled over into like a second quarter. So look at that overtime as like a first period, a first quarter, and then the time runs out, and then you just go to a, a second quarter. Uh, it really doesn't make any sense, and Tiki Barber did a great job talking about it because how do you remove the clock and the sense of urgency in football right. that is all around? The clock is ticking. You got to get the snap off. You got to like how many games? Like how many games have you seen end where they ran out of time? Um, it's kind of yeah. bogus that like you know they left three seconds on right that McCole Harmon catches that ball with three seconds left. They did you know they did it with inside the clock. But, like, it should be, hey, if you don't score here, that's it. Like, the clock expires and you don't have the lead, you lose. Yeah, and, and then if it were tied and it rolls over, does it become sudden death now that both teams have the ball once? Yeah, now that both teams have possessed the ball and both teams have scored, next score wins. So, I mean, I, I mean that's kind of a weird setup that they have right now. I, I think that the but college that they did overtime... Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like college football overtime because as we talk about like not real football, and I talk about how the runner on second base in baseball is not real baseball. Like when in football does any period start where you're at the 25 yard line? Like it's just like not. It's like a simulated thing. It's great for college, which is amateur. Well, it used to be, and and we've seen some thrilling college football games with that overtime. But in the NFL, these are the best of the best, the best in the world. Let them line it up and play. And the whole reason we have this, right, as, you know, Dwight was just talking about Patrick Mahomes and the AFC championship that he lost to Tom Brady. He lost that AFC championship to Tom Brady because Brady got the ball, went down, scored, called game, sudden death. And then, you know, it's just like he, they know. Um, The same thing happened with the Chiefs versus Josh Allen. And that's what started the rule change or at least the conversation around it. And then they changed the rules to say, hey, we can't have a situation here where a coin toss essentially decides the game. Whoever wins the coin toss elects to take the ball, drives down and scores, wins the game. We want to see the other offense have a chance to go to work. So that's why we even have that. I think the next thing they need to do is is change the clock situation. I think it would be better if they just played till the end of the clock. And this way the time matters and you play the whole quarter. Whether you score first, the touchdown, now they get the ball. Yeah. They have their time. Let the, let it's them play. extra like, time. The game is over. Like, it's the end of the game. If that clock expires, that clock expires. There can't be a rollover. There's no rollover minutes. It's not uh, no, no. AT&T. NBA, you have, you have overtime in the NBA. You get five minutes. It's not like, oh, you score two times and the other team didn't score. You win the game. No. You uh, play that. When that know, extra that. period ends, it ends. Done. We're, we're done. There is no rollover. But I don't know. I, I think... Actually, they're going to keep this because look at how much conversation has gone on after the Super Bowl about coulda, woulda, shoulda, what could have been done. Z, thank you for the call. I will see you at Carvel Ice Cream when it gets warmer. Uh, <laughs> shout out to anybody in the uh, Monmouth County area that lives in Neptune, not far from um, Jersey Shore Medical, and has been over there to that Carvel over there. I believe that's where it is. 877. 877- 337-6666. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I love this beat. 
I gotta get back in the lab. Keep it fierce on the fan. I, I need to get back to bars. You know, the thing about rapping, freestyling, rhyming, especially for me, uh, if you don't have people to rap with, it's hard to just rap off the top of your head. Like, if you don't have people to cipher with, like, when I was best at freestyling and coming up with rhymes off the top of my head, we used to literally do Freestyle Friday. Me and my homies just like, this is when we were young, broke, immature, had nothing better to do. We would get together after, you know, whatever was going on on a Friday night. Uh, you get a, a flask, a six-pack, meet at somebody's house. Um, my boy Raiders, his crib we used to rap at, my college crib we used to rap at, and then we'd just be like, throw a beat on and freestyle. Or throw a beat on, everybody get 30 minutes to write eight bars. All right, 30 minutes is up. Let's record everybody, put your bars out there. I don't know I don't know who's doing that anymore, man. Invite me to the cypher. I'm washed. I'm washed. I kick it with my baby and my wife. That neither one of them can rap. Like neither one of them has any type of bars or skills. That rollout beat is tough, though. I, I'm putting my notes. You know what I need to do? Take a week off and just write raps. Like write a Yankee rap. Write a Mets rap. Giants rap. Jets rap. Like I could literally do that, but I don't have the time, man. I don't have the time. The way my time is set up. Like I get out of here. I drive home. I'm so tired. And then my son is going to start yelling and screaming by 6, 37 a.m. And there's no way to sleep through that. I live in an apartment. <laughs> Yo, we don't care. Get back to talking about the Super Bowl or whatever else sports related. We want to complain about David Stearns. I, I did go and hear the clip from BT talking about you guys being, um, you know, too critical of David Stearns. Yeah, I mean, this is New York. You can be critical of whatever you want, whoever you want. That's what I'm saying. This guy is in the middle right now. He's learning. Right. He's still he, like even his choice of words. He's trying to figure out how to speak to the Met fan without, uh, you know, saying something and then reading his name, getting slandered. But it's early. I did see BT say this guy's going to build you a team. And I echo that. I really think in two, three years, the Mets are going to have a squad. I think in two, three years, it's like, OK, these prospects have come up. Like you have just think about what you have. You, you have New York City. You have all the resources. You have the richest owner in the sport that now has one of the smartest guys in the sport that can instruct him. And what they're trying to do is wait a couple years for some of that money that Steve Cohen spent to come off the books. And then when your young guys come up and you mix them with the guys that you have, you know, contracts with forever, like Nimmo and, and Lindor and maybe Alonzo if he gets an extension, then you have the rich owner so that when the winner comes, and if you need a piece here and there, not Yamamoto or Otani, forget about those guys. There's going to be some other guys that you can just add to boop. There you go. We're off and running. I, I, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's the first thing I said when they hired David Stearns. I said, this is the beginning of the end for the LOL Mets, the Laughingstock Mets, the Joke Mets. Like, now you have a smart guy running the show. He's going to build you a contender. It, it might take two, three years. I don't think it's going to take 10 years. I think it's going to take two, three years. 877-337-6666. I don't know how long it's going to take for the Nets to build a contender. I heard Evans please calling uh, Joe Sy out and asking what the plan is. I think they have a little bit of a plan now. I think they have some scrappy veterans. Tonight, the Nets lose to the Celtics. Uh, they'll show up in Boston at TD Garden tomorrow night. Chris Porzingis will play. Do I expect them to win? I don't. 
I don't. Let's talk to Mario out in Long Beach about the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Keith, what's going on? Good show. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, so uh, my question would be, what would you do if you owned the Mets to make the Nets better? Now, I'm going to tell you what I would do first, and i got a funny story for you. So, so what I would do, I'd break the whole thing up completely because they, there's no identity. And, and the, your number one player, Bridges, is not even a number one guy. He's a number two or a number three guy. So you have, you have no identity, you know? What I love, Bridges is really good, but he doesn't have that fire. You know, he's like Anthony Davis a little bit, same personality, if you know what I'm talking about, right? Sure. And, and you know what's really funny? I was watching a podcast, and you could watch it too, with Jalen Brunson and Hart. They just started their own yeah, podcast. Yeah, the Roommates podcast. They actually followed me on Twitter. I was like, oh, okay. And I followed them back. I got to actually subscribe and start listening. I'm sure yeah, they're doing so some game. Yet? No, I haven't gotten to it yet. I don't okay, have, so I don't we, have time. <laughs> I wish. Re- I'm sorry. It was really funny. Hart was talking about when he went to Villanova, he was roommates with both Hart and DiFingenzo in different years, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that Hart, Hart's like a really tough guy, you know? And he was saying, like, he was trying to show that he was in charge against both Brunson and DiVincenzo, right? And they would have none of that. They got into fights, you know, and then, they, and then he backed off. He said, so then, he said, then, then what happened is you, is you just took it all out on Mikel. So he started <laughs> saying, like, Mikel took, the, took it better. You know? And it was, it was exactly what I thought about it. He wasn't saying it in a bad way. You know, it's just what it came just out. Just Mikel's personality. His personality. You don't want that, no words, smoke with anybody. That Hawk could get He's away. He's a nice with guy. It. Yeah. That Hawk could get away with it with the, you know, he could, with him. He could bully him a little bit, push him around a little bit. No, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, and that's what he is. So I would, I would, because right now, Mikel, you can get the most for him. He's twenty-seven, twenty-eight. He's at the height of his value. He's not going to be valued anymore. What if he gets an injury or something? He's not, and, and this, that's this part of it. So, I, uh, hang up and listen, Mario, because we're up against it. You asked what I would do. They're going to keep building around Mikel Bridges because he's an Iron Man. What if he gets an injury? He literally doesn't. He doesn't miss a game. He's going to set the NBA record, knock on wood, for consecutive games played. So he's not a number one to you, but he's number one priority to, to them. He's obviously a number three. He's best suited to be a guy out there on the on the wing, three and D wing, that can score. Maybe a number two even. I think Cam Thomas is developing, and they're going to keep building around him. Nick Claxton frustrates me because I know they, they see a future with him and potentially Dayron Sharp, but he's just too inconsistent, and there's been so many years you've been like wanting Claxton to be the guy, and, and some nights he is, and other nights like tonight he absolutely isn't. Um, I think that they have some picks down the line. I think that they do need to add a piece. I think right now they have like Ben Simmons and Dennis Schroeder on the team. Those guys are not really a part of the future. They've got one more year of Ben Simmons. they got to figure out how to get him off the books and send him literally anywhere um, and continue to draft and develop guys. What the Brooklyn Nets want are guys that consistently play and that are bought into basketball versus the opposite of what they had, guys that didn't consistently play and guys like Kyrie that were into like anti-Semitic movies and uh, Indian tribes and, uh, you know, defying modern medicine and KD who's into his 35 business ventures and his shoes and is frail and literally sat for a year rehabbing. And then even James Harden, who we all know is about his fashion and the booty club. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.